0: Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard... We think it's all of the above and more. But You'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
2: My darlings, this is the episode you asked for. It's Amanda, hurt two. This is such a goddamn funny episode because Amanda is the best. She's so funny, and I'm so happy that you get to experience how incredibly funny she is. There's also beautiful like life lessons and advice that she gives around dating, which I repeated to everyone that I've hung out with in the last two weeks since we've recorded this episode. There's also a lot of explicit sexual talk and you guys haven't really heard this type of stuff from me yet. So I just want to give you a little warning. I also, you know, not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I talk about sex and stuff. Uh, but if there is a young person in the car, this is not appropriate. Love you guys. Please enjoy. Guys, Amanda's here.
1: Hey, guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I am really excited for this. These are stories I don't know. I feel like I know. No, these are stories I don't know. I feel like I knew about the Italian guy he went on a date with, but I don't know any of the details.
1: Yeah, I came. I came prepared today with some with some <laughs> some good tales. Some bangers. I got some. I got some really nice DMs from people a- after our first one. Did you? Yeah, people being like, "I didn't know you were funny," and <laughs> <laughs> and I want to hear more crazy ass stories. So, <laughs> and then you were like, "Come back," and I was like, "Okay." I feel bad for
2: anybody that doesn't know that you're funny because you're the fucking funny.
1: Oh my god, that's so sweet. I get
2: pumped before you come to something because I'll be like, oh, Amanda's coming. Yes. Like, we're going to laugh so hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you're like, well, what have you got for me today? <laughs> Literally, that's what happened. i like, remember that one day we
2: read it to you at SBB? And it, you like walked by and we're like, oh my God. And Daphne was like, okay, tell,
1: uh, tell us a story. Tell us the story. <laughs> like, perform. You know, like, I just went on a date in Malibu. <laughs> it was psychotic. Yeah, there's always something. I feel like when, like especially since I've been single. It's like every time I leave the house, I just like don't know what's going to happen. And I like start to feel <laughs> psycho things happening. And I'm just like, this is going to be funny. So let's just, let's just like push it as far as I can push it without it being problematic. You, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's that's a good way to describe this. Yeah. Like it's like it's pushed as far as it can go without it being like scary. Yeah,
1: whatever. yeah, yeah. I'm not putting, I don't want to put myself in like harm's way. <laughs> no. But I'm like, this is going to be, a really good story to tell my friends. So like, let's keep it, let's keep it moving.
2: And you have all these in the notes section of your phone.
1: Yeah, I, I've just like so many bizarre ones have happened since I've been single. And I just started writing them down and started recording voice notes. So I could remember the details voice notes. because I was like, I don't know if, I don't know what like format I want to put these in, but I think that, but I mean, everyone's like, I have the best stories, you know, it's like everyone thinks that. So I've just was like, I'm going to put them in, My phone for a rainy day and, like, figure out, you know, where they can go. But Should we write Sex
2: and the City 2.0?
1: Yeah, or we should do a Sex and the City 2.0 podcast. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, because there's, I mean.
2: That's a really good idea. Yeah, and
1: I feel like with so many of my dating adventures, like, I mean, I feel like I had, like, three different kind of eras of dating since I've been single. Where it's just, like. What are the eras? Just, like, full, like, full slut hoe era. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where it just was, like, I didn't care. I wasn't, like, looking for a partner. Yeah. And then the second was the, like, exploratory, like, s- get to know myself, start speaking up for myself era. Mm-hmm. And now this is the no bullshit era. Mm. So, yeah. But I guess I'll kick it off with a story from my from my slut era. That- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this one is so, this one's so iconic. I kind of wish Davide was here because I think he'd really like this one.
2: So speaking of dating, I, when Amanda got here, Davide FaceTimed me and I, I was like, I I said to Davide in front of her, I took screenshots of every text she sent me earlier and I put it in the to be divorced file.
1: I was like, Damn, that's so good. <laughs> I had never thought of that before it just came out. No, I mean, mouth. it's like, that's what HR would tell you in a work setting. So why not do it in a relationship? I'm going to start <laughs> saying that
2: to Day. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking reporting this to HR. Yeah,
1: HR HR's coming for you. You're getting written up.
2: He's so bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so this, we're going to call this story The Italian.
2: Okay. Where um, did you mean it?
1: So I... I literally got divorced on like a Sunday. Or like rather, <laughs> rather like my husband left on like a Sunday. Yeah. On a th- the Thursday after no. I went to this Italian restaurant with my friend, Katie, just to like catch up. And she's like, dude, are you okay? Can you
2: say the restaurant?
1: I'm so bad. I forget the name. It's in Santa Monica. Okay. It's on Montana. Was it good? Yeah. I know which one you're talking about. It has delicious. like a little bit of an
2: outdoor area. Yes, it's
1: delicious. And I after you hear the story, you'll know why I can never go back. But yeah, so we go to this dinner it's during COVID. So all the waiters are wearing masks. She's just like, we're catching up. And our waiter comes over and I, I mean, I can tell by his eyes. He's like very cute. Yeah. And he starts like giving me free drinks. He's like, keeps bringing me like free Aperol spritzes. I didn't even order them. I was mm-hmm. like, um, are these for another table? And he's like, no, they're, no, they're for you. They're for you. Like, okay. Dinner goes on. Her and I are just catching up about the divorce, checking in if I'm all good, whatever. I leave, she's waiting for her Uber, and she fucking FaceTimes me and she's like, Holy shit, Amanda. The waiter came over and was like, There's there's no way in hell your friend is single. But I just wanna like check and see. Oh. She's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. No, that's so telling. And I was like, oh my God, like I've just been like, you know, I'm like a feral creature of society at this point. Mm-hmm. Like a feral single person. And then I was like, that's so nice. Like, oh my God, so flattering. So she's like, I got his number for you. So I texted him. And I was like, hey, it's Amanda. (laughs) And he wrote me back. And he's like, hey, it's Domenico. And he's like, I just thought you were so beautiful. I'd love to take you out. And I was like, you know what? Why the fuck not? Sure. It's Thursday. Friday morning. He calls me. Yeah, they love a call. They love a call. Mm -hmm. Calls me. And- we start chatting and it's nine in the morning, I haven't even like started my day yet. And I'm like, what's up? We start talking and he's like, I... I'm I, like, what's up? He's like, I, I dreamt about you last night. I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. He dreamt about me. We start talking. He's being very flirty. And then he goes, do, do you have a computer by you? I was like, like my laptop? Like, yeah. And he's like, open up your computer. He's like, I'm going to start saying stuff and put put it in Google Translate. So then oh, he starts God. having... Italian phone sex with me at like nine in the morning. I haven't even seen this man's face. Like he had had a mask on. So he starts like having Italian phone sex that I'm Google translating, I'm dying. Are you laughing or are you like like trying to get into this? No, I'm definitely not getting into this. This is like the scariest thing ever, but also (laughs) like so funny. Half the shit he's saying is like so textbook too. uh, uh It was like, I was like, this is crazy. So, anyways, he's like, "I want to take you out." He's like, "Do you want to go out tomorrow?" He's like, "My shift is at night, so let's grab lunch." In my head, I'm like, "Are right, this guy definitely wants to fuck?" Yeah, but it's just daytime. lunch. It's just lunch. It's daytime. He's like South Beverly, South Beverly. Girl, I was like perfect. Beverly Hills. Oh. Daytime. I love. Great you know, suggestion. Great. I was like, honestly, best restaurant. And so I was like, well, like, how bad can it be? Also, too, I was like, clearly, this this guy's like DTF. So I'm like, if it goes well, then you know, I can rip the bandaid off. Yeah. Get to lunch, shows up. He's very, very cute. Okay, great. I'm What's like, he wearing? <sighs> nice outfit? Yeah, like crisp white shirt, like the denim jeans. It's a little, they're a little Love Islandy, but it's okay. Yeah, whatever. Try Too to much cologne, but like he's oh. he's super attractive. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm a little nervous. Like this is my first, first fucking date. Yeah, this is insane. And yeah. it's daytime, which is Daytime. Crazy. Sun is out. Children are amongst the restaurant. And he's like, already tried to have, Phone sex with you. Already tried to have phone sex. So we sit down. They hand us menus. He whips his phone out and goes, I, w- I want to show you something. And he starts showing me a video. No, he doesn't. Of him masturbating. No, he doesn't. To my man. Instagram. Uh, yep. Yeah, and I, I. To your Instagram. To my Instagram. And I. How do he find your Instagram? He just. I, I, I don't, oh, I think I told him, I, th- I told him like, I'm a jewelry designer. He's like, what's your company name? It. He figured it. It's like, you can not find me in three seconds. Oh. So I, I I immediately just like put my hand on top of his and I was like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> and I flip his phone over and I was like, no, no, we're not, we're, this is not how we're kicking this off, okay? You said that. Yeah, I said, this is not how we're kicking it off, okay? We're having, we're having lunch right now. <laughs> like, we're having lunch, sir. He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Nothing is worse than an
2: unsolicited fucking D. I don't want to see an unsolicited fucking giant gross D on a screen. If I'm down, if I ask you for it, Q, I I still don't even want to see it. I'm doing it to make you feel good. I never. I
1: never A video of somebody like stroking their penis is fucking unattractive. Do you know what the cardinal sin is too? Is when someone sends it prior to you having seen it IRL. Like, bro, I haven't even seen it like in the flesh. Like I don't want to see it. So this is how he kicks it off. And I'm like, absolutely not, sir. (laughs) Then the waitress comes over. You know, South Beverly girl, best service ever. Waitress comes over. She's like, can I get you something to drink? I'm like, obviously, I need some wine. I'm like, I'll have a glass of sa- And before like Sanser leaves my lips, no, he titty twists me, <laughs> and we're talking full twist, full twister. He pinches onto it and starts twisting it.
2: Okay, well now he's molesting you.
1: Oh yeah. So I that's so inappropriate. Chop him. Finish ordering my fucking wine with a side of ice cubes. And I'm like, dude, Classic I was enough. like, can you chill? I was like, seriously, can you chill? And he's like, you're so beautiful, like doing this shit. And I'm like, oh my God. So at this point I'm like, all right, it's lunch. How bad can lunch get, you know? And I was I, like- I mean, those are
2: the two, you got molested and accosted with a dick. Like, those are pretty, started off, I don't know where it could go from there. <laughs> okay, it, gets, it gets way worse. <laughs>
1: And so at this point I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have a couple <laughs> drinks. I'm already here. I was really, really, really Jonesing for that coconut shrimp roll, so I was like, I definitely want to stay. <laughs> so, anyways, he said we start chatting. He starts telling me about how he defrauded a 40 year old woman in Riverside to get his green card. So I'm like, oh, oh, oh my god, are you? No, he starts like fully incriminating himself <clears throat> within the first 10 minutes. Just being, being so psycho, so psycho. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, this is like, this is great. This is so bad. Throughout the whole date, he tries to kiss me. I keep like judo chopping him. Like, (laughs) dude, go back. I felt like I was in like, um, like a jujitsu class. Like I just was like <laughs> kicking and pushing. At one point I went halfway across the table and I was like, if you can't behave, I'm going to, I'm going to go. Like, By the
2: way, half the people listening to this are like, you should have like called the police. For and sure. Of it.
1: And the reason I didn't, <laughs> sounds bad. The reason I didn't is because like, I knew, I knew he was like, Slightly harmless. Like, I knew yeah, things totally were going to, like, escalate. we were at a yeah. restaurant, like, whatever. Yeah. And, like, I really did want that coconut shrimp roll so bad. So <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to stay for the roll, and I'm going to bounce. It wasn't even a full meal, by the way. It was, like, yeah. a snack. Oh, the best part, too. The wait- waiter comes over, and he's like, do you want to eat? And the guy, Domenico, he's like, I'm not very hungry. So I'll get the 12-ounce filet. <laughs> <laughs> and then just bodies a 12-ounce filet, on like, casually on the date. I was like, this is so scary. Anyways, the date... <laughs> The coconut shrimp roll goes down the hatch and I'm like, okay, well I'm going to go. This has been enlightening. This has been enlightening. I learned about green card fraudulence. I learned that I'm very good at karate and I got to go. And he goes, well, my shift, my shifts not till six. Is there any way you'd want to come to my apartment and maybe sit on my face before? No, he didn't. And I go, Oh, you know what? I don't. No, I don't think I do. And He's like, "Oh, really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't." You know what's I don't sad think about I do. this
2: is this works all the time, which is why he's willing to I, be I so know, aggressive. I mean, he thinks this is all very normal mm-hmm. because it's clearly it's working with other people.
1: It was so so psycho, and I got in my car, called my mom obviously because I call her after everything. She's like how was it was it lovely and i'm like no i got like lightly sexually assaulted um <laughs> it was like totally like fucking insane
2: not that it matters but was his d big
1: i i don't oh In the video. from the video i d- you know what i just i don't even think i clocked the size because i just quickly Saw clocked it. what was happening yeah. and sh- and physically put his phone over because yeah. i was like i don't want to go here um, he's
2: so, crazy. cause he has like a lot of like big dick energy and like a gross but way. Also like You know what I mean? It's
1: like, it's like, it's actually, it's like BDE energy, but like you don't have a B, B, big D. Yeah. It was so gross. So I leave the date. He texts me and says, this is the most iconic text ever. I have a screenshot. in. he said, your beauty and innocence makes my cock rock hard. <laughs> that's that's what he decided. <laughs> text me after that, it like, whole thing. What?
2: I was like. He's projecting innocence on TV. Innocence? <laughs> I
1: was like, what? He's projecting innocence on TV. I was kind of flattered by that. I was <gasps> like, oh, my God. I was like, that's, like, that's cool that I'm projecting <laughs> innocence. <laughs> it was really bad. So, honestly, after that, I was like, I think I'm going to, like, take a pause on like jumping. you're
2: like, I can't go back to the restaurant. No,
1: I, I can't. Like, I know he
2: still There's works no there. There's no way he still works there. How he, do you know? He
1: does. I, drew, I actually drove by Montana recently and I saw him outside and was like, skirt, skirt. Oh. Absolutely not. Honestly, RIP. Cause I love that. Love that joint. But yeah, after that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just be like a lot more discerning on the initial incoming inquiries. I, it was a bit of like scarcity mindset in the beginning where I just didn't I just was like, of I course. don't know how many people are oh going to ask me God. out. And I'm just like going to say yes to stuff.
2: After <laughs> my ex-boyfriend and I broke up, I was just like, line them up. Line them yeah. up, shoot them down. Like I was just like ready to like hop in. It's part of the process. Yeah. But the worst part about it is that shit like this happens and you're like, why did I do that? But then you don't want to be too careful. It's like you got to rip the bandaid off. But this was rapey
1: this was deaf rapey. So I, I mean, I was like, okay, I had good instincts and I did lunch and daytime shit. Yeah, But then my, like my rule after that was like, no one's coming to my house till at least like date three. Yeah. Fair. Like, so no one knows where I live and just like keep it neutral and also just do one or two There's drinks.
2: dog hair all over your fucking oh, pants. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. Just like keep it to like one or two drinks.
2: Yeah. Know, like, yeah.
1: Keep it easy. So.
2: Oh, yeah. No. I mean,
1: but I, I've had some like like since like when once that happened.
2: I bet he still follows you. We should. Look oh, him no. Up.
1: He, are you kidding? He DMs me all the time.
2: What's his show? Me his face.
1: Oh, my God. Well, I, I need to. Oh, I think I, like, blo- I think I blocked him. He's crazy. I just want to see who he looks like. I mean, he's he's like really cute. Oh, but,
2: no. Yeah. Eh, but given a bad rap to all the Italians out here.
1: No, he was crazy. He's he's crazy. He's crazy.
2: As a busy mama, I know how hard it can be to find the time or motivation to work out, especially in the summer. You know that is why I love Obey Fitness. If you haven't heard the hype, Obey is a one stop fitness platform. You can stream on any screen. I've also done a fabulous founder interview with them on this podcast. To explain why they're so amazing, they offer daily live classes, more than 8,000 thousands of on-demand workouts and easy to follow training programs that get you results without the guesswork. You can try out 20 different class types with everything from sculpt to dance strength, yoga, Pilates, and more with no equipment necessary. So there's really no excuse. The whole vibe is so uplifting and the obey instructors really get you motivated. And that's really what makes a difference with this company is it's really all about the instructor. I love their 10 minute express workouts because they give me the little boost. I need to feel good about my body, no matter how busy my day is. And bonus points, they have amazing pre and post natal classes that are actually fun. Like I said, please check out my founder interview with the angels of obey, because I really think the effort that they're putting in to make sure that you have instructors that motivate you that you keep want to see is really the big difference. Right now you can get a full free month of Obey. It's the best way to start building healthy habits that will keep you feeling good all summer long. Just use code PIA at Obey Fitness. That's O-B-E to claim it. Every week I roast a chicken. And I do this mostly because I drizzle that thing in fly-by Jane because the Szechuan Chili Crisp is my favorite thing in the world and it needs a vehicle. Lai Bai Jing is the first modern Chinese food company in America that has put the spicy chili crisp on the map. The versatile, delicious Chinese hot sauce is taking the U.S. by storm. And it is the quickest and easiest way to bring restaurant quality flavors to your home and just spice up whatever you're eating. I'm telling you the taste, the texture, the whole thing. It is incredible. It's spicy, but not too spicy. Fly Jing is on a mission to bring premium Chinese flavors to every table. They make the highest quality Szechuan sauces and pantry essentials. And I'm telling you, they taste good on everything. Feel like you need to eat more vegetables? Great, make some vegetables. Throw some sauce on it. You won't regret it. All the ingredients are 100% vegan, they're all natural, they're non GMO you want to do the triple threat, which I recommend it's fly by Jing's best-selling trio of addicted sauces. You just get the chili crisp, the Zong sauce, the Maya spice mix, and you'll find yourself putting them on everything. It's also female founded. Jing is a real person. She's a lovely lady. And she founded the company in 2018, inspired by the amazing flavors of her hometown and all the famous restaurants that are there. They're soulful, hole in the wall eateries that are so good. They attract diners like flies. So are you ready to step up your game and elevate your favorite recipes? I think you, I think you are. Get 15% off your entire order at flybyjing.com slash best or use code best to check out. That's F-L-Y-B-Y-J-I-N-G.com slash best for 15% off your first order. You can also find Fly By Jing at over 2,500 locations across the country, including Costco, Whole Foods, Target, and Wegmans. Thank you, Fly By Jing. Okay, what's the next one?
1: That was a bummer. So that was like, that was... Early days, babe. <laughs> that was early days. So I gave myself a couple months just to do like incoming inquiries to see what's up. But it ended up just being a lot of like people. I kind of Incoming
2: already... Inquiries is a good name for the for a Sex in the City 2.0 podcast.
1: Yeah, but just just like my just my mantra since I've been single is incoming inquiries only. Yeah, great. Because when you start lifting a finger too much it starts to shift the power dynamic a bit. It, it's, I, th- I know it sounds a bit silly, but I think that men like to feel masculine. And I think that you should let them pursue you and you should let them ask you out and let them put in the work.
2: We talk about this a lot internally, Davide and I, because he dated obviously half of New York City when he lived there. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny because I get in trouble for being in the same room as somebody that I've hooked up with. He gets all mad. But I'm like, if we were in lower Manhattan, midtown, uptown or Williamsburg game over, it's game over. Yeah. His roommate, he and his roommate accident, not accidentally, they fucked the same girl. Like she, yeah, he hooked up with her. And I know who this girl is too, because she used to hook up with my ex-boyfriend and she's like beautiful and not, she's just like a cool, like kind of like badass, like babe chick. But Davide woke up one morning and she was in the living room and he was like, "Uh uh-oh. And then his roommate came downstairs and he was like, hey, this is so-and-so. And And Davide was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And she left and he was like, oh. You fucked her too. And he's like, yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I
2: know. Anyway, the point being that he dated a lot of people and he would always try to be super chivalrous. And women would not let him. They were trying to be, which I am super guilty of. And I would be like, so you're doing it right. I would be like, let me pay. And like. I'll be like, let me make the reservation and let me open the door. And like, I'm going to ask this guy out or whatever. And I would do it to Davide when we were dating and he would get, it was our biggest fights at the beginning is he was like, I just don't know what my role is here because like, I really want to like take you out and I want to show you places. And like, I want to pay for things and like, I have nothing else to like offer you other than being like a chivalrous man that is like showing you respect through these actions. And like, you won't let me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's obviously easier said than done. Like, I I mean, I'm a Virgo. I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I'm just used to doing everything, everything. myself. And I That's what like I said. that. That's how I roll. But it takes so much willpower for me not to do it. Like, whether it's like picking where the first date is, making yeah. that reservation. Mm-hmm. Like, when you guys decide on what you're ordering, letting them put the order in with the waiter. Like, mm-hmm. just little things like that, I think... I think they go a longer way than you think.
2: They absolutely do. And so if you are in a cisgendered relationship, like I don't want to undermine the many years that women have fought for Mm -hmm. equality and like how it makes a woman feel equal to a man to do those things. But like sometimes I think that there is like a simplicity to like a man who is uh, identifies as a man and was raised as a man and wants to continue that role to act out that part a little bit
1: there's this phrase used in like dating culture called the dumb called like like amongst like dating psychiatrists and stuff called uh or like relationship experts called the dumb fox Uh uh-huh where it's you are perceived at like you play dumb but you're fox so you're cunning Uh, and smart so it's you know being like i i don't know like you pick the restaurant uh or like I don't know. You order for us, da 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 da. Where you're like, you know exactly what you're doing. You're smart, but you're kind of just you're leaving space for them to feel feel like a man, especially in the beginning. I do think it's I think it's important, and I think that setting that precedent, like like I feel like you end up getting like treated better. I know I, that sounds fucked up, but I think it's all about I know. it's all about how someone treats you and how much someone respects you, and I think just giving them that space. Is he
2: used to, before he moved here, this sounds so crazy, I know. Even though I had, like, a full car, he would rent a car because he wanted to drive me around.
1: Oh, my and God. And then he
2: started making reservations. Or then what I started doing is I would I would make reservations, but I'd make them under his name. So when we got there, he'd say, hi, I'm Davide Barancini. And, like, then he could lead because what used to happen is it would be under my name and they'd call him Mr. Arobio. Oh, my God. And yes. it still happens because my legal name hasn't been changed yet. So when I make a reservation like on the Amex, and we yeah, go to yeah, hotels, yeah. they call him Mr. Arobio the whole weekend and he gets so upset. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> you know what I was going to say? Do you know what's my like, uh, my like absolute kryptonite, like makes me weak in the fucking knees? What? Is if a guy sends a screenshot of a, a reservation. <laughs> like when they send that screenshot, oh like God. the resi screenshot if you're like seven o'clock dinner, rest, I'm like, Ugh. like, <laughs> oh my, oh my God. God. Like it just get like, that gets me. I'm like, oh my God. I've never even thought about that. That's so funny. That makes me so happy. You know what
2: I see happen in David all the time? That is so funny. <clears throat> he has a full standoff probably once a week at this point with a woman he's opening the door for and they'll say, no, you go ahead
1: Oh my god! and he'll say,
2: no, you go ahead. And she'll say, no. And then he'll go, madam, please. And it, and then I'll, I'll have to interject and say, he's not going to walk in front of you. You have to let him <laughs> keep the door open for you. It is like,
1: just go, full just go, man.
2: Stand up. <laughs> oh my God. Once a week. Oh, that's sweet. There was this one girl that I, that, Oh, this is like a long, deep story. But he, I saw a photo on Instagram of Davide and this other girl and I was tripping. And it was when we like weren't technically together. And I thought he hooked up with her. And I was like, did you sleep with that girl? Not that it mattered because we were both sleeping with other people. But I was like, did you sleep with that girl? He's like, no. And he's like, I tried. But we went on a date and she tried to tell me about Italian wines and she oh, like picked no. the restaurant and she tried to do all. And she was like, and, and he's like, and I just sat there while she talked about herself and like ran the whole date about like her and how it's important for, you know, her career and what she's doing and the, you know, let me pay. And like she ordered and he was like, I left there and I was like, you don't need me here. Like, there's no purpose for me here. And I was like, oh. it made me understand him. It was like when we got back together and I was like, Oh, I need to shift a little bit. Yeah. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Listen, I get very focused on problems instead of coming up with solutions. And when I get stuck in that motion, I find that it's almost like I manifest more problems. I feel really sticky. Work gets hard for me. Navigating my relationship gets hard for me. And that's when I remember that I need to talk to someone. And that's really where BetterHelp comes in. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with a big challenge. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. And that's why I love BetterHelp because I have a therapist that can help me become a better problem solver, making it easy to accomplish my goals, no matter how big or small. I don't have to drive there. I'm not limited to therapists in my area, which is just unbelievable, right? That's why I love BetterHelp. It's just my favorite part of the week. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient. It's accessible. It's affordable. And it's entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime when you want to be a better problem solver. Therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Pia to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com Pia. Our next partner has a product that you all know that I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I'm busy and sometimes I forget to take my supplements or eat well and I just wanted to start my day with something that was just the best because it's one scoop that has everything in it. With Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75% high quality vitamins. There's whole food source, superfoods. We got minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, and they help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, everything. And I'm telling you when you stop, if you take it for a while, and then when you stop taking it, you can feel the difference immediately. It just makes you feel so good. It's part of the reason why my skin is so glowy. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat paleo, keto, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, it's good for you. It contains less than one gram of sugar. There are no GMOs, no nasty chemicals. It's just a small micro habit with big benefits and it's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and it's a climate neutral certified company. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system to make it easy Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just add this stuff to your water in the morning and that is it. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash best and the number four. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash best four to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
1: Do you know what else is an interesting thing too that I I've realized in phase three, (laughs) no bullshit, is this one took me a minute. It's about being mysterious. Yep. Do not show all your cards in the first date. Like, you, but you can't. love to say they're
2: trauma in the first date, too.
1: Yeah. But I think. I think as human beings, we want to put our best foot forward. And on a first date, we want to present ourselves in the best way possible. But sometimes that means oversharing. And it's way, way cooler to not. Like, I'll I'll give like two examples. I love this advice. So example, like it it, it sparked because I went on a date with this guy. I knew he was stupid, stupid rich. Mm -hmm. I knew that from before. Like, I pieced it together. I know what company he worked for. I Googled him. I pieced it together. Okay. I know you're stupid. Literally rich. never
2: been on a date with a rich person. Oh my God. Is it insane? I've
1: been, I've actually been on dates with like, I've been on a date with a Billy with a B. <gasps> and then I've been on two dates with half Billies and <laughs> half Billies. And I have to say, it's just,
2: it's it just
1: isn't about, it isn't about money.
2: Yeah. Well, of course. Like
1: obviously that stuff's nice and you go on nice dates, but it's, it's just like, it, it's all about vibe. Yeah. Like straight up. I, I could never be a gold digger. I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm I'm I've, not, I've never I'm not cut out
2: for it. I'm not cut out. For I'm not it. cut out for it. I've never even been on a date with a man that like, I've never dated anybody that had a lot of money. I've like, like, Quite the opposite, in fact. Actually, very much the opposite. <laughs> Starting with my first boyfriend when I was eighteen, who like would borrow money from me and like ran his weed service out of my apartment. Oh my god! Because he lived in a shithole in fucking Bushwick in two thousand five. Think about Bushwick in two thousand five. Oh that's scary. Per, like it w- Like it's what it was a. It was a. It was just. I so I, the I, the idea of that like I can't
1: even I don't it makes me uncomfortable. I mean, I think truly the moral of the story and something I've learned from a year of out in the streets is like money money isn't everything at all. No, it's it's nice. Not. It's a nice bonus, but like you got to get the other shit first. You got to get the connection, the respect, girls. And the like, you know, you got to get the energy right first and then if they have money, great. If not, you you can still figure it out. Um, like a man's never like
2: bought a plane ticket. like, I can't like girls who, and how many girls did you grow up with? That was like, that's their MO. Like we grew up in LA. There were women who were trained to only date
1: for sure. But if you want to be miserable, then go for it. If you want to be miserable with like a first class ticket to Europe this summer, please go for it. But I would rather not. And we're independent, beautiful, smart women that can... Buy our own tickets, know. you know. But Good yeah, I was people, gonna though. say, like, in terms of being mysterious, like, yeah, I went on a date with this guy. I obviously knew. I, I, I get it, dude. He tried so hard to tell me about his wealth. He started. No, like, he did not. Yes, he was like dropping numbers. No, he, yes, no, he was he was, not. he was like telling me about his like, real estate net worth. Telling he me, he told how, you about his real estate yes. net worth. It was so gross. I was like, sir, <clears throat> sir. I don't need to know this information. Like, call your CPA. Like, I don't need to know this. And I just kept thinking. I was like, wow, if he would have kept his mouth fucking shut and just let my creepy ass Google him and, like, froth over him, he would have been so much cooler, you know? So much cooler. And so, I, like, after I went on that date, I was like, it clicked for me, where I was like, okay, I'm going to go on these dates. People ask, what do you do? I'm a jewelry designer. Like, I don't need to. It, cool, I'll f- if you ask me a question, I'll answer it. But I don't need to be like, I'm in these stores. I've been on these celebrities. Like, just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Oh, where'd you grow up? Los Angeles. Like, you don't need to be like, this is the high school I went to. This is the college. Da, da, da. This is the neighborhood I grew up in. Just mm-hmm. shut up. Mm-hmm. People, if people are going to stick around for the long haul, they're going to f- figure it all out and piece it together. And it's so much cooler and more fun to piece together a beautiful puzzle. I
2: love way better this
1: advice I didn't I didn't used to do this
2: I wish that I was dating again to practice this but I mean I don't wish that
1: where it comes from is you like you know people like you have to love yourself you straight up do because you have to be (laughs) straight up
0: (laughs) you do because you have to be
1: confident enough to not lead with your big heavy hitter points Mm. that's hard Cause you know, like we all, we all have our things, yeah. we all have our things where we're like, this is what makes me very special and very unique, mm-hmm. but you just have to rest assured that your energy is going to shine through, that someone is going to find all that stuff out in due time. I just don't think you need to give it all away off the jump. It's fire advice. But it like phase two, Mandy mm-hmm. dating in the streets. Oh which is a great segue i'll get into a good story (coughs) i was so bad (laughs) (laughs) i want to like throw up at some of the things i said same like ew shut up
2: i know i was the worst
1: but it's all good um okay so this is really good from like 18
2: until until 28 i was pretty cringe
1: (laughs) (laughs) i have like cringe like waves of my life where i'm like yikes Okay, so I download Hinge.
2: Oh my God, okay.
1: Oh my God. What else were you on? I did Hinge, Bumble, and Raya. I like quickly deleted Bumble. That's a little crusty dusty. Yeah. Hinge <laughs> is like, Hinge is legit. People talk, people take you out. That's people what People are been looking hearing. for relationships on there. It's nowhere near the pool of men on Raya, but like no one speaks on Raya, so yeah. So I go on Hinge, the very first person I match with is this guy. He's very handsome, lives on the East Side. He's a real estate developer. And he messages me, we start chatting, then we exchange numbers. So I give him my number and he texts me and he goes, I have a really crazy story for you that warrants a phone call, can I call you? I was like, yeah, sure. So he calls me, he goes, I went to put your number in my phone and like Siri guessed your name. It was like Amanda Thomas question mark. So he's like- You've been on emails together. Yeah. So he's like, okay. So I threw your phone number in Gmail. He goes, Amanda, I'm the former tenant in your office building. I have been emailing with him for three years because I get his mail like every week. (laughs) And I've been emailing him being like, hey, I got your mail. Come pick it up. And we never like crossed paths because either I wasn't there when he came by or he sent his assistant or whatever. But I was like, oh my God, your blah, 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 LLC? Oh. And he's like, that's me. And I'm like, no way. My like God. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So I was like, That's cute. This is serendipitous. Like, let's go on the date. So we go on the date. Oh my God. This I was so nervous. I I was like sweating profusely. I was being cringe, like acting, I don't know, it's like not good. But he he was like really into me and he's like, I'm just really having a, a really nice time with you. I want to keep hanging. And I was like, okay, this is bad. I shouldn't have done this. But I was like, yeah, you, let's go back to my house and have a drink. So we come back to my house, have a drink. We start like kissing. First date. First date. And then I, I do the whole mm. like, just so no, you know, I'm not sleeping with uh- you. <laughs> like, Shh, oh my God. So <laughs> embarrassing. And then he's like, that's fine. He's like, that's fine. And he's like, I just want to say though, I'm having such a nice time. And I really like, it's like, I really like like holding you and like being with you. So can I, Ew. he's like, can I stay over? He's like, I just want to have a sleepover and like, just be next to you. I was like, you know, sure. So we like, get in bed. we like, put PJs on. We turn the lights off. He starts telling me these hilarious stories. He's from LA. He's telling these high school stories. Cute. I'm telling one. He's telling one. We're like laughing. It's so great. Then, then we go to bed. Okay. I've told him. No sex. Then he starts like rubbing my back. Uh, and then like, it's, oh, it feels so nice. <laughs> Such a good rub. Yeah. Then he starts like rubbing like my butt feels so great. Mm -hmm. Then he like kind of pulls like my pants down a little and just starts like kissing like my back and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, this is really, I'm into this. (laughs) This is really nice. I'm really into this human touch. Then what ensued was, (laughs) I don't even know how to describe it because it's like not like it wasn't like we went to a base, if you will. Like, what? it wasn't like we went to first base or second base or third base did or you like this thing with your butthole? No, I don't know that, like, <laughs> it, was like this, it was like this, it was like a tan, it was tantric what <laughs> happened. <laughs> it was like a tantric, like, <laughs> it was like a tantric, like, sleepover snuggle, but it was the hottest shit of my life. What did he do? I, like, he didn't even, he didn't even necessarily, like, like I didn't do anything to him. He technically didn't do anything to me. But it was just a lot of like grabbing, kissing, flicking, no! licking. It was it was un it was unbelievable. Like so I like it was the I, I look back on that so fondly. I was like, wow, <laughs> how cool. So then,
2: full orgasms on either side.
1: On on mine, yeah. And then I go to grab to just to just cop a feel. Yeah, see what I'm working with. Uh, uh, do you know what an Arizona iced tea can looks oh, like?
2: Fuck. It was that big.
1: I've never, I've never in my life. You would have died. So I go, oh, I'm like, oh my, once I grabbed that, I was like, oh, do you wanna you wanna do it? Like, let's let's go, dude. <laughs> I was like, do let's, you wanna do it. I was like, let's go. I retract, I retract my <laughs> former statement. And he was like, No, you said no. I'm like, oh, wow, fucking boss move power move. So anyways, he l- like left the next day and he was like, by the way, I'm going to Europe for a couple months. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So he goes to Europe for a couple months. We like lose touch. So like that was that, that was <gasps> seemingly that. And I just was telling all my friends, I was like, I just had this like crazy serendipitous thing with this guy. And then we like, Yeah, cause in your head, you're like, this is my boyfriend. No, I actually wasn't at all. I, in my mind, I was like, that was a one time strange cosmic encounter. Yeah. I I feel like
2: some people, like, I feel like I've heard this happen so often and I would do that too, where you're like, wait a second.
1: I'm actually, I'm pretty rational. I I didn't like overly fantasize. I just was like, wow, what a wild experience. And that was so fun and like serendipitous. And he was so great and sweet. And the whole sleepover was bizarre and strange. I've never felt like that. And just great. So a couple months, months go by, months and months. My other girlfriend, she gets single. I'm like showing her the ropes on Hinge, helping her get her profile set up. She texts me and she goes, oh, this guy asked me out. He's sending a car for me. He's taking me to Cafe Stella for jazz night. I'm like, oh, cute. Ask her how the date was. And she's like, oh, he was so weird. He kept telling me I was magnificent. She's like, eh. She's like, I shut it down. She's like, I left in the middle of dinner. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. And then I'm telling her a story about someone else. And she's like, show me a picture. And I go onto like my hinge to show her a photo of someone else. And I scroll past Arizona iced tea. And she goes, oh my God. She goes, that's Cafe Stella. I'm like, that's Arizona iced tea tantric. (laughs) And she's like, that's Cafe Stella jazz night. I'm like, that's tantric daddy. And she's like, no way. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, you missed out. I'm like, you could have had the night of your life. like You missed out. And she's like, no. She's like, he was so weird. And I'm like, oh, my God, maybe he was. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, we need to start checking in with each other. That's daddy. Yeah. So (laughs) it was great. I feel like I've been with like with certain people that it hasn't worked out. I think it's very normal to be like, why not me? Or like, you know, going to like victimhood or be angry about it. But certain experiences, I've just been like, let's just extract the joy from that. And that was and that is, by the so way, amazing.
2: Nobody does that. Every question we get for the Q&A is like, what do I do to like get him to call me back or like make him like me? We don't even read all of them because we don't read 90% of them because I'm like, we can't keep answering this question. And we keep just being like, do you like him? Like I view dating by the end as these just like, I always assumed it was going to be a one and done date. Like going into it that way alleviates all this like weird pressure. And that each night was going to be this like really fun. Like I went on a date with like this Swedish guy who was like so cute, who like worked for Hastings, that like really fancy mattress company. And like, I like remember being like, I think he even said in the middle of the day, like, you don't like me as much as I like you or something like I think. And but I I think he said something along those lines. And I was like, oh, that's not true. But I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, like, you're definitely not for me. But like, I'm having such a good time. Yeah. You know, it was just like all these great like I love texting
1: with him. I learned a lot about myself. There's all these just like little fun experiences. Yeah, that's like, you know, a concept I've been thinking a lot about that mm-hmm. I think has made me feel better about how long. Feels like it's taking to find someone. I think when I got divorced, I was a little delusional about timeline. I just thought like, oh, maybe I'll have a boyfriend in a couple months, and then cut to well over a year later.
2: You really thought
1: that? I yeah, I'm like I'm delusional.
2: No, no, it doesn't make you delusional.
1: No, I literally thought that.
2: I you seem to be very independent and you're you're the least annoying single person I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life and I truly mean that and like not like I was a nightmare single person like I was like there was so much time that I was like well I was like maybe there'll be boys there and I'm gonna go here like and we have I mean how many single people do you hear being like well I'm gonna go to this thing because like maybe there'll be a boy there yeah. you're just chasing you're always talking about boys making it about boys like you are so joyful and playful about all of it that it's it's, I wouldn't expect that of you because it just seems like you're on this like fun ride and it seems like you're being really good about like enjoying the ride.
1: I am now, but I think I felt a bit of like pressure with timeline because I was don't like, yeah. have a kid and stuff. But one thing that I think about all the time that's helped me is think about who, like who are your best friends? Like who are your best girlfriends in your life? Mm-hmm. Like how special and rare is that friendship? How many girls do you meet All the time, where you're like, Yeah, they're cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll text with you. (laughs) Like, I'll DM you about whatever. Like, I'll go to dinner with you. But how many people are your best fucking friend where you Mm -hmm. feel something special and you can be in the car and not speak? And like, the moment you wake up, you like call them and tell them everything. And like, that's hard to find. Oh, what a cute concept. Like, Like, but it is (laughs) like when you think about friends, like, friends. Mm -hmm. We don't put that pressure on ourselves to find best friends. Mm -hmm. Like if they come and they feel right, they become our friend. And so I've just been thinking about that a lot with dating where I'm like, I need to stop being so obsessed with find quote unquote, finding someone where I'm like, let's just go out and be social Mm -hmm. in a romantic context. And then if something does feel really special and like easy and fucking fun then they can go be your BFF.
2: Yeah, this is the second mage truth bomb that you have exploded into this podcast. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so like going back to what you were saying, um, I think we were kind of touching on like rejection. Mm -hmm. I think that that is, that's a hard one. Mm -hmm. That's one that I still, still struggle with. But like I mentioned before, I always just try to look like, okay, let's just extract like what, what was the good shit that came out of that? Mm -hmm. Like, A, what did I learn? And B, what Mm -hmm. fun did I have? Mm -hmm.
2: Clear Stem has made a clean, clinical skincare line that is equally effective against acne and aging. Acne products can dry up and damage the skin, causing premature aging, but anti-aging products keep breaking everybody out because of the fillers they use. If you haven't listened to my podcast with the ladies of Clear Stem, I am begging you to do so because all of this information is in that episode and it's life changing. The founders of ClearStem are both in their 30s and they are extremely acne prone. So they made a non toxic line that targets acne and wrinkles simultaneously. One of the founders is a practitioner and published nutritionist, and the CEO owns San Diego Acne Clinic and is literally known as the Acne Guru. So they know what they're talking about. The formulas, keep winning award after award and the hype is so real and I am begging you if you have acne prone skin you need to try this line especially if you want the anti-aging benefits that won't break you out in the episode which again I am begging you to listen to I was so shocked to find out about the damage that all these fillers do to our health and our bodies and on top of that i had no clue that so many of my hair products were breaking me out so it's a really like nice one two punch with the nutrition and the functionality of the products listen i really want you to do yourself a little favor use our discount code it is code BEST if you want 20% off your first purchase at clearstemskincare.com. That's code BEST for 20% off. You will thank me.
0: Hey friends, my name's Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and and game-changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there.
1: Okay, I'll I'll go into another good story because I feel like this is is exactly that. And I also want to know your opinion on this. (laughs) Okay, so we're still in phase two, Mandy. Okay. Research and development on the dating front. Okay, match with this guy on Hinge. He is the creative director of a very well-known streetwear shoe brand. Like, crazy. I mean, I can't say it because people are going to, like, Google it and figure out who this person is. But, like, oh, yeah, wow. I can't wait to ask this offline. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. this. Yeah. Like, wow, wow, wow. Very impressive. Okay? okay. He is... He's on Hinge, yeah.
2: Okay. I was like, Hinge what? is full of bangers,
1: yeah, absolute bangers. And he's older; he's forty-eight. Okay, absolute. Like God spent a little more time on this person <laughs> than the rest of us. Like he is—he's like a fucking Adonis. Like this guy is absolutely smoking hot. I couldn't even believe a smoke show with a good I know. job. I was dying. So we go to dinner. Where'd you go to dinner? We went to Cholita in Venice. What's Cholita? It's like this little Mexican spot. It's cute. We go to Cholita. He shows up, oh my, I like just, I just about fell out of my chair, like even hotter in person. We have this amazing dinner where we're talking about like what it what's like to be a designer, like how how we deal with like creativity as well as like capitalism in our oh jobs my God. and like how we balance the two, like uh-huh. have this amazing in-depth conversation. Dinner's incredible. So great. We're like staring into each other's eyes. Dinner ends. And he goes, all right, we got two choices. We either walk down the street and go to this bar or we can go back to my house and play games. (laughs) And I'm like, because you know me, you know I love games. You love games. And I was like, what kind of games? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, you'll have to see. And I was like, okay, your house. So then we walk over to his vintage, like drop top Bronco. Come on. Right? Get into his car turn it on. He's got like fucking coolest music playing. It was
2: like a record player.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Like uh, I'm like, yeah, you vinyl in your fucking car, (laughs) go to his house, the Venice bungalow. By the way, this guy's style is like very, very, it's very like cool and curated. Walk into his place. It's like a Nancy Myers beach bungalow. And I go, (laughs) Oh my God. I go, I wasn't expecting it to look like this. And he goes, well, if you had a villa in Italy, it would look Italian. If you have a bungalow in Venice, it looks like a beach bungalow. <gasps> and I go, oh my God. I was like, you are committed to the aesthetics. I was like, this is hot. So then he's like, okay, I got a couple games. So first we start playing Oculus, like the VR, like VR headsets. So oh, we're like weird. chasing dinosaurs, playing golf, whatever. Then he's like, let's play tic-tac-toe. Mm. I'm like, whoa, really throwing it back. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. And then we play tic-tac-toe and he's like, every time you lose, let's, he's like, let's drink Fireball. I'm like, fun. Oh my God, cute. so fun. And then he's like, let's go to my backyard. We play Cornhole. Cornhole. I'm like, this is like the best night of my life. He's like making me cocktails. We're like listening to records. Like he like kissed me. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cute and fun. And then I go, I was like, can I get some water? And he's like, Yeah. So he's like, hands me a glass. We walk in the kitchen. He's like, there's filtered water at the sink. So I'm like filling my water up and I just kind of see him in my peripheral and he gets on his knees and pulls my skirt up and just starts going to town. And I'm just like, am I in a movie? Am I Samantha Jones? Like, Like what on earth is happening? Am I in like a simulation? Like I just went to dinner with like, Arguably the hottest person I've ever dated. I'm at his like Nancy Myers Beach Bungalow. We just played motherfucking cornhole and now you're like going down on me in your kitchen while I'm filling up my cup with like filtered water. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. This with is like filtered water. <laughs> yeah. Not even the Brita. And I'm like, oh my God. This is wow. Okay. Then he picks me up like a, pr- like a princess. When
2: any man picks a human being oh up, God. any person picks another person up the magic in that mo- I have heard about this and dreamt about it, but it has never happened to me. I've,
1: ne- I've truly never been picked up. I, I usually weigh too many LBs for that, <laughs> but this man was, um, very s- strong. So, so he grabbed me. Strong, gorgeous man. Yeah. And then, you know, What ensued was, uh, I mean, we're going to call it like a 12 out of 10 experience. And when I say it's, it's one of my best performances to date. (laughs) Like I, I was, I was a shining star.
0: Isn't it amazing when you have sex and you feel that way? I just want
1: to say that for myself as I get to the end, before I get to the end of the story is I, I was arguably a star. Mm -hmm. Okay. Arguably. We wrap that up. He goes, would you like a Bowery robe or a parachute
0: waffle robe? No.
1: Amanda, Tommy. Then he goes in the kitchen and makes post snack plate which consisted of trail mix and mango slices. And then we <laughs> went to bed and then the next morning I woke up, I'm like getting dressed and he's like, oh my God, are your shoes the row? And I was like, they are. And he goes, she looks so fucking sick in those. What? So then I leave that one. I left Pia and I was like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> Picturing my life at this bungalow, driving to Malibu in the Bronco, blah, blah, blah. Asked me, did I ever hear from him ever again? No, man. No. Yeah. N- n- never. Never? Never again. He, n- I never heard from this man again. And this was like, this one shook me because I was like, that was arguably a good date. In my eyes, it was one of the best dates I'd ever been on in my life. But I was like, that was arguably like a vibe. There was chemistry. Yeah, it was
2: even fun. If, even like, so he's hot. He's charming. He's got the space. Like there could be any girl put in there who wouldn't bring the vibe. Like you're so fun.
1: I brought the I brought the motherfucking vibe. I mean,
2: clearly was into it on multiple levels, like to just go for a straight skirt lift to veg the to face Straight
1: skirt lift.
2: I was like is is like guys are not gonna just gonna do that if they're like, issues, eh, she's whatever to offering the to snacks, complimenting they,
1: you on the shoe the next day. I've had many months to really think about Did this. we find out if you got like a girlfriend or something? So can I this is my theory. My theory is he is a 50-year-old fuck boy and he does this every Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I think this is a shtick. I think he takes you to dinner. I think he does the do you wanna play games at my house? Who's not gonna say who's who's gonna be like no? Then I think he's got the Bronco. Then I think he's got the Fireball. Then I think he's got the Bungalow. <laughs> then I think he's got the Cornhole. Like, then I think he does the Brita Water trick. Like... He loves saying every Friday and Saturday, do you want a Bowery
2: robe or a Parachute Yes,
1: robe? I think he does. I think he's like, do you want the Bowery robe or the Parachute Waffle robe? And would you like trail mix <laughs> and dried fruit in bed? <laughs> like, I think he does this. And I was like, and then I had another theory. Okay. <laughs> okay. This one's a little like this one's a little Not like an alien cave. This one's a little Reddit, if, if you know what I mean. This is like you're getting like a couple paragraphs down on the Reddit page. Okay. <laughs> he, he has an <laughs> He went straight to v- <laughs> He has an identical twin who is ma- <laughs> who's married with kids. Yeah. And then I was like, did I hook up with the twin? Like did they, did they Freaky <laughs> Friday or like Lindsay Lohan switch and like I hooked up with the twin and like his brother goes and like takes care of the kids or something. I don't know. I was like, it's just, it was so wild to me. Cause I was like, you know, that's one of those dates I left and I was like, why didn't he call me? Like, I just want to know. But once I let like, once I let it go, I was like,
2: How you know what? Was
1: this? this was like November of last year. I was like, that was the most fun ever. Yeah, great. And you it's had that experience. such a good time. It was amazing. Loved. I mean, I'm gonna get multiple robes now. I'm gonna have trail mix on deck you know, at the house. You know
2: what? You know what? You also didn't get to experience what could have been the very negative side of him. Hundred percent. You know what? It's still That's such I, a good point. But you know what? I don't know. I would still take a bad date for the good first. You know what I mean? I would yeah. I would be down for the downfall. But he has to just be a fuck boy.
1: He has to. And
2: yeah, that, that like. The fact that you haven't done so much recon to find out why this happened.
1: But what, I but there is no recon. Do you know what I mean? Does he have an Instagram? There's no recon. Yeah, but it's like, do you know what it is? So
2: my theory is he was he was dating a couple people and like the other girl that he had been on, like two dates before you with, he probably like went on another date with and then that like accidentally turned into a relationship. Yeah. And you just accidentally, you know what I mean? I think there was like a little bit of overlap. It's that or he's a fuck boy. I have my gut is telling me he's a fuck boy.
1: Regardless of what it is, I think for for me, and I think hopefully for all girls, when you go on a date and they don't call you back, you have to let it go. I you know. can't go down this K-hole of like, what if this, what if that, what if that? Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm joking about the like twin theory and like whatever, and, like actually being facetious. But with that one, I was like, I have to let it go because look- if you go on a date and you feel like you represent yourself authentically mm-hmm. and you are on your best behavior, <laughs> truly, mm-hmm. you know, if like you weren't like too wasted or didn't say anything yeah. dumb, if you feel like those two things are true, then that is not your person. Well, yeah. Correct. And then you just got to keep it moving. It doesn't matter if they didn't like you or it doesn't matter if you said something and they didn't like it. If you felt like you acted authentically and they don't like it, then- you're not you're not compatible like it's just, it's a compatibility thing back to the b f f thing not everyone's gonna be your best friend like so mm. it doesn't it doesn't matter. there's no point in asking them there's no point in wasting time and energy thinking about it. You just have to like for yourself, what did I like about that and like I really liked
2: every second of I literally
1: <laughs> liked being picked up like a princess, and I liked the <laughs> robe, and I liked oh, I forgot to tell you he gave me like really chic men's, like, DKNY boxer briefs to wear to bed.
2: Yeah, so you looked, like, so cute.
1: I looked so hot. I looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, oh, my God, who wouldn't love me? And then, you know, (laughs) he didn't call me, but it's it's okay. It was so amazing. (laughs) Who wouldn't love me? We watched Dirty
2: Dancing the other night, and I hadn't seen it since I was, like, 10, which is why we watched it because I just was like, I barely remember what happened. Mm-hmm. And there's the moment at the end of the movie where he just picks her up. And I look, Domini sees it happening. I know that he's watching me see it happen. All I do maybe once a day is be like, quick. And I run to him and jump <laughs> and try to have him <laughs> catch me. And he's always like, Oh God, you have to warn me my back. My girl. Be it's like, well, really hard. And, it's like become this joke. And so he sees me noticing the ease at which fucking, He picks her up. He picks baby up with just like two hands. And I looked at him and I'm like teary eyed. And he looks at me, we make eye contact and I just do this. I just lift hands up to like mimic the <laughs> yeah, ease yeah, yeah, yeah. at which he picked her up. And he, and he does it back to me and he goes, no, no.
1: <laughs> oh my God. I mean, she, she's like one pound and he, no, he because was he a was beast. In, like, the, yeah, the best shape of his life. So
2: ha- that is so f- I really like being picked up.
1: Yeah, it was nice. So, yeah, you just have to like I my I just got to extract positivity from everything or else it's very easy to just go down a negative spiral. And also too, like sometimes you do sometimes you go on a date or you're dating someone. Oh, my God, I I got I got dumped, by the way. Like I had not been, I hadn't been like Ugh. dumped yet. And I got dumped, I got dumped. And I was like, fuck, that Ugh. is really, really shitty. And I was definitely like, I was pissed. And I was like, why me? Why doesn't he like me? Da, da, da. I did that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that for like, I'm going to give myself 72 hours to cry over the proverbial spilled milk. And then 72, just, it just kept going days after, days after. And I was It hurts like, a long time. You, I'm like, you just got to like, I, I, and then I just started like, I just started tricking myself by saying, saying positive things. Like, oh, I feel so grateful to have, have had that experience. I'm so glad. Can like, I
2: tell you what you're doing to yourself that I'm realizing as an adult mother now? What? So you're gentle parenting yourself. Oh my God. I love that for me. (laughs) This is a technique. And I was talking about it yesterday. This is so funny. I follow this doctor. I can't remember her name, but I'll put it in the description. She's a famous like child psychologist, Uh like has a book. And it's all about like how it's like all gentle parenting. And it's all what to do when your kid's having a tantrum or whatever. And another, I showed it, I sent whatever. I put it on my Instagram. And a mom who works at Flamingo Estate was like telling Harvey that like, Oh, she's like, I watched this video or whatever. And then Harvey was saying that it's like an insane tactic to use on adults. And I was like, I just started seeing this on TikTok where like dad, there's like funny dads were like accidentally gentle parenting each other. So like when a kid is having a tantrum, you're like, like instead of being disruptive and like, I'm going to bite her, I'm going to hit her, like, I hate you, mommy. You have to say like, wow, like you're having really big feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and a tactic that like Miss Rachel does, it'll be like, okay, so pick one of these 10 things that you're going to do to calm down. Is it like, I need to go outside or I need to take deep breaths or I need to like count down from 10, all things that I would do and yeah. I needed to calm down. And then it's like, you got to redirect. And mm-hmm. so it's like, we're just going to shift this. We're going to acknowledge the feelings yeah. and we're going to say like, sometimes in life, you can't have a second scoop of ice cream. It doesn't mean that we can hit people. It doesn't mean that you can say you hate that person. It means that we need to use a tactic to immediately calm down. So we're bringing our cortisol levels down. Yeah. Because yeah. as a woman, we, we need that. to do that. We got to keep those hormones balanced. Yeah. And then we got to redirect. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's... so what I'm telling myself.
2: What we have to do is fucking adults. And these two dads did it in a really funny way on TikTok. Where are like, one guy was like, dude, I went to the mechanic today and... I like got the car back and they like forgot to fucking fix the dinner. So I went back in there and I was like, you know, what? I'm tired of being taken advantage of. And the one dad was like, it sounded like you had some pretty big feelings about,
1: <laughs> about your mechanic. I know. This is what girls need to do for their friends.
2: And this is like how we have to navigate. You have to gentle parent yourself through yeah. dating.
1: I just like, I just try to trick myself. Into feeling good until I feel good.
2: That's you gotta fake it till you make it until you believe it. Mm-hmm. That's what I do in life with everything. It's
1: a very, very helpful. It's shocking how much I've had to do it, but it <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works because rejection really hurt. It hurts, but you just it, it stings less and less and less.
2: Are we allowed to give an update on what's happening in your life now? Or just keep yeah. it for a- yeah.
1: I feel like I. I, f- I feel like after all the psych- psychoticness and you know being s- mildly sexually assaulted at a hillstone establishment too <laughs> the disrespect for the <laughs> yeah, hillstone I I mean I know yeah after everything I yeah I, I met someone really nice yeah man I met somebody really yeah, nice so nice so still early days babe but well, yeah we'll see it's going in the right direction but yeah just really held out for someone that treated me the way I deserve to be treated and let's go is so kind and mm-hmm. sweet and just makes me feel like he knows my worth in the way that I feel like I know it so let's go yeah hell yeah Mandy yeah so just be patient great way
2: to end the pod Well, thank you for coming to my house. Thanks for having me. Driving from the Palisades to Pasadena is true friendship. I'm used to it. (laughs) (laughs) And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.